0: This is Karen with NewClevelandRadio.net, and it is time for Avoid the Maze. And our special guest today is in Mexico, just across the border from the United States. And we are really excited to have Malcolm Wellington with us today. Um, Malcolm has qualifications in therapeutic counseling and coaching, and so many of us Um, You know, we've been going through this maze of life, waiting for everything to fall into place, but the reality of it is things don't fall into place. We have to sort of put them in front of us and grab them. And so I'm really looking forward to having Malcolm tell us about, you know, how we got into this role and uh, how we can help others. So welcome, Malcolm.
1: Thank you, Karen. It's wonderful to be here. Thanks for inviting me.
0: Sure. So, what made you decide that this was a good profession for you um, in the path that you wanted to take?
1: It's been a long journey, um, Karen. And, um, but to answer that specific question, I realized that. Um, so, I had my cubicle moment back back 20 30 years ago when life wasn't working i've been through struggles and this process of knowing me by studying you know psychology personal, personal development i became to a point three three years ago that i want to be a coach that is my goal now and since since that um three years or so ago i've concentrated on making that a reality for me because coaching has changed my life and it continues to change my life.
0: So give us an example because uh, I've been working with a number of coaches for the past couple of years and they really are one of my main focuses on this podcast because it's not a career that many of us would have thought about 20, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, we went to a therapist, we went to a psychiatrist, maybe, uh, the HR developers in our corporations, you know, took on part of that role. But in the last 10, 15 years, many of us have come out of the woodwork and have said, you know, my mentor coach has helped me through looking at life a little differently. And Mm -hmm. now I want to share that with someone else. So was there a key moment that directed you here?
1: I think it was my journey around. I didn't know who I was for many decades. I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to be a father. I didn't know how to be a husband. I didn't know how to be a man because I didn't know. So as I began, um, Gone on that journey to find out who I, knowing myself more. So right now, I know myself better than I ever did. It's still a work in progress. Sure. Um, but also living and being true to that, and being more authentic. So not hiding. You know, we we've all been wearing masks long before COVID, hiding ourselves from ourselves and from others because. You know, for me, it was, I want to be light, uh, because I didn't feel good enough. So the version one of me, I kind of created a reality from the energy I was putting out from, you know, I'm not good enough, type thing to now I am good enough. Um, and I'm create and in the process, I'm being me, I'm not hiding anymore. And by doing this. And step-by-step, step, so it's all a process, right? Um, I'm learning that this is the far better way to live. And, and um, for me and the relationships I'm creating, so th- the evidence for me, what I was doing didn't work, what I'm doing now works. So do more of what works.
0: So it's interesting because some of the things that you talked about, um, not knowing yourself, Okay, Um, so many of us have gone through a great portion of our life um, not knowing who we were, not knowing, you know, is this the relationship that I really want to be in? Is this the job that I really want to do? Um, Why can't I be more like him or her? Um, And I know I went through that for a very long time. It's only within the last Ten years that I'm really, you know, peeling away the onion and saying, Mm. "Hey, you know, I know who I am." And so, for our listeners, it's never too late. I don't care if you're, you know, 15 years old and identifying who you are, or if you're in their 70s or 80s doing it, because Mm. as long as you're still breathing, you have that opportunity.
1: Exactly, and for me, and for me, this journey began in midlife. And now I'm in my 70s, right? So I, like you say, I'm evidence it's possible at any age. Um, The only limitations we set are the ones we place on ourselves. So for me, you know, I don't like labels that you're too old, you're too young, or whatever the label is, um, because we live our labels. And... uh, Yeah, so I'm in the living example that it is possible.
0: So can you identify for us maybe one of the biggest changes that you chose to make, what you didn't like and how you turned that into something that you do like?
1: I think for me, When I talk about knowing myself, um, I knew, I, okay, so when we're children, the first seven years of our life are very influential. We listen to the parents, our caregivers, and I believe two things as a child that I carried carried around with me for decades. Number one, based on, you know, my father was very author- authoritarian, judgmental. So I learned that number one, nothing I ever do is good enough. And the world is unsafe. I'm on my own here, I can't trust anyone. So I live, so when I say I don't know myself, I didn't know my true self, I only, um knew what I believed about myself and the world, the story we tell ourselves. And I told that story, which was a lie. I learned that. I wasn't born like that. So now I know a different, more empowering story, a more truthful story, and I live from that place. And it's very, very... Um, freeing and liberating and it's like you throw off the chains you you know you put yourself in the prison right the mind and it's all unconscious we we don't set out to do this right but it's this program that from childhood so the biggest change for me i think is as it is a process um reckon just one thing recognize for example your listeners today how many times during the day become aware of the way you trash talk to yourself absolutely you know, the things you say in your mind are they serving you or are they doing you a disservice right so if you say oh I don't like the way I look or I, I I'm an idiot for saying that or whatever it is so you're telling yourself an opinion about you that is based, isn't based on fact, and you're relying, and you're relying on the opinion of others. So you're looking to others for esteem, credibility, you don't get it, along with the trash talk, talking, you know, the way we talk to ourselves. You're, how are you going to be confident? How are you going to make a, a, you know, a, a difference for you and for your loved ones? um so yeah just do that become aware how am i talking to myself and the more you become aware and shine a light on that and do it consistently every day it's not a one and done thing and you'll begin to realize oh my goodness and i'm sure we know this anyway i'm sure as soon as i say this many people think yes i do talk trash to me
0: and, you know, that
1: the, yeah. The yeah, that I face from my father, the judgment from my father, that I'm, I do that to me.
0: And it, it's interesting because so many of us probably prior to uh, maybe the last five, 10 years, um, we didn't want to admit that we heard these voices because mm. everybody else around us would have just told us, you know, we're mentally insane, which the mm. reality of it is we are not. Um, because they are thoughts that have gotten into our brains over the years by comments made by other people, Um, and not always in a negative way from them, but depending on where we were at the moment that we were hearing those things, we may have taken them as very negative thoughts. Um, Mm -hmm. I know growing up My mother, I have two older brothers, and uh, my mother always sort of compared me to one of my female cousins, and she was about 15 years older than me. And it was always like, you know, and someday, you know, you'll just, you'll be like your cousin, and someday you'll go to college like your cousin. And I just kept hearing this over and over again. Now, it it was a cousin who I admired but I was also hearing, you know, I was going to wear my hair like hers. I was going to dress like her. And so I'd go look in the mirror and what's wrong with the way I wear my hair? What's wrong with the outfit I'm wearing? But I didn't ask those questions until I became an adult in my own right. When I looked in the mirror one day and said, I'm never gonna be like my cousin and that's okay. I'm me, and yeah. so those voices kept talking for a long time, but again, by working with two different coaches, I found that I could tamper those voices, listen to them at the right time, um, or just basically tell them to leave me alone, but my question to you, I mean, you don't have to have the answer, but why is it that For all these previous years, we were afraid to admit about these thoughts going in our heads. And now we're getting freer to come to a coach and get, you know, um, guided to look at life differently.
1: So for me, I can only answer for me. Sure. Um, I didn't realize the way I was talking to myself. I just was led to back in the late 90s when I was in living in the UK. Um that I was just watching this program on, on TV. Well it's an Oprah show, which I wouldn't normally watch. I was recovering from my from surgeries I had. And there was a counselor on there. And so long story short, I began a journey of signing up to learn counseling psychology because I wanted to be a counselor. So by doing that, and this is going back to the late 90s, I began to realize through the, um, the what I was learning and not only learning, that what I was learning was based on, you know, uh, knowing yourself you know what your patterns your habits so i began to think oh my goodness and it came to that realization by accident so to speak that i was doing this and so by that time i'd been doing this for so long maybe 50 years so that's a a really habitual why so and it takes Time to make new habits, right? right? To talk to ourselves better. So it was the realization that I was doing this. Um, so once we have an awareness of how we, of what's going on here, um, then we can begin to change it. So once we shine a light on it, by whatever means, by today it could be someone just listening to this and thinking, oh my goodness, I do that. And then so they're aware of it now so then they when they become aware of it and they realize it's not doing them a service it's holding them back it's limiting them so then maybe they have a desire i want to change this and i can change this because what we learn we can learn unlearn or replace old habits with new more empowering habits I don't know so, that answers your question. It seems a long-winded yep. answer.
0: No, that was a very good answer. <laughs> and it really goes back to um, this phrase that a lot of people like to use, you know, well, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Right. And number one, <laughs> we're not Karen, old, this
1: we're this not dog old dogs. New <laughs> yeah. Old dog uh,
0: new um, and I used to hear <clears throat> my mother say that a lot. Um, You know, my mother was very opinionated, um, but she would always give her opinions in such a way that you thought she was a comedian. So you weren't really sure what she was thinking. But um, one day we had a party for her and she just said, you know, I'm at the age where I can say whatever I want and do whatever I want. And my brothers and I looked at her and we said, no, you're not okay age doesn't give you that privilege but what age gives you the privilege of is digging deep inside of you doing the right things knowing the difference from right and wrong um and that's what i love so much about what you're talking about here is getting to know who you are because we get to know who everybody else is in the room mm. but the same questions we ask them, we don't ask ourselves. And if we would, I think we would be healthier in the long
1: run. Yeah. And, and, the, and maybe the reason we don't is because there's part of us that doesn't want to go there. It yeah. feels scary, right? But, um, yeah. Because, you know, that you said that phrase, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Is it true? No. no. Money doesn't grow on. Jo- what was the other one? So I grew up with big boys. So I'm a little boy, but yeah. big boys don't cry, and grow up and be a man. Well, I'm not a man, and I'm not a big boy. I'm a little kid. So I grew up believing that. Right. So many men grow up that to be um, to be um, have emotions, maybe a few tears. You've got to be strong to be a man. You know, to be a real man, you've got to drink beer, be strong, chase women, whatever. And it's all rubbish. It's it's stories yes. that, are put, uh, that we put ourselves in prison and we don't know we're in a prison. So if we don't know we're in a prison of the mind, how can we escape? And I've lived that way for years. Yeah,
0: exactly. Uh, <clears throat> I know almost the exact day that um, I sort of broke away from who I was and who I wanted to become. And -hmm. like you said, it is a process. Um, And will I actually get there? I think once I get there, I'm going to want something different. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's part of evolving. Um, But I remember, like you were talking about, being a young child, um, you know, believing that my life was going to go a certain way. You know, I was going to, you know, graduate high school. I was going to go to college. I was going to get married. I was going to have 3.2 kids. I don't know what you do with that too, but I was going to have 3.2 kids. I was going to have the picket fence and I was going to be married for eons <clears throat> and Sort of it happened, but not all of it. Um, And even today, uh, you know, you can wake up in the morning and know that these are the things I plan on doing today. But something can change it. And if we're willing to be flexible, that's part of our growth. It's when, you know, we bury ourselves down and go, oh, no, it's snowing now. So guess what? I can't go to the grocery store. Therefore, I can't cook dinner. No, it's a snowball. What can you do and how can you do it? So you mentioned, Maxwell, Malcolm, that you're living in um, Mexico now. You've lived in the UK. Any other countries you've lived in?
1: So basically, I was born in the UK. I I moved to Canada. In 2000, in 2000, I'm in Mexico temporarily. um, So I will go back to my home in Canada at some point in a year or two. Um, But other countries, I never went outside the UK uh, until a few, you know, maybe 20 years ago now. But for most of my life, I hadn't been outside of Europe. But now I've been to many, many countries. And it's been an education and, and the one thing I found is that, the, you know, for example, self-esteem, not feeling good enough. That isn't just for in England or Canada. People have the same. So what's on the outside um, is is not the same. You know, we're all different. We're Caucasian or we're Asian or, uh, but inside, We're the same, we have the same emotions, we want the same things. So people are more alike than they're different. The only difference is what you see on the outside. On the inside, we're pretty much the same.
0: You know, I'm so glad you said that because, like I said, when I started um, questioning myself, um, the first thing I did was, when I looked in the mirror that day, I said, Why am I trying to look like somebody else? Why does my hair have to be in the style of, you know, my best friend who I think is really good looking? Um, And once I looked at myself and said, this is who I am, and I'm going to learn to like myself. And that all of a sudden this light bulb went on. You haven't liked yourself your whole life. You're always trying to please somebody else. And it has allowed me to grow. So I'm hoping our listeners are hearing this because I'm seeing that in what you're talking about as well. Once you started making those changes, you actually started growing. You were able to, you know, leave the UK, um, go to Canada, uh, and I'm sure there's, cultural differences between the two Uh, and then going to Mexico um, even more uh, differences. But again, like you said, those differences are on the outside. They're not on the inside. So if Mm -hmm. you could give our listeners the most powerful uh, piece that would help them understand, you know, maybe why, now is the time to reach out to a coach what would that be
1: it's you know in your heart not it's not in your head but it's in your heart what is it there's something more this you know there must be something more to life than this so whether what whatever it is whether that's in your career in your relationships with your you know, significant other and, and all your kids and the career you're in, whether your health, how, how healthy are you, are you overweight or whatever, you realize, I, I'd love to be, you know, carry less pounds or have a different career or have a better relationship. And you, the, when you desire, the desire over the fear is, is the significant one. So when you want something more than you're afraid, um it gives you that drive to push through the fear and do it anyway right we're still afraid but we do it because what we want is really important and the message for me is i'm just an average guy i'm just like you and if i can do it you can do it too to know that you have possibilities you can change it's not set in stone that I have to live like this um, until I die, Um, it's very empowering, it's very freeing, it's a journey. I'm not saying it's easy, but do you want to live another 10, 20, 30, 40 years like you've been doing? Do you want that?
0: Well, I certainly didn't. So that's why I went on a new journey. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've shared on many of our podcasts that, you know, it wasn't, it definitely was not easy. Um, When I first made that choice, um, it took me almost six months to finally make some changes. Um, Mm -hmm. And during those six months, I was getting more and more depressed um, because I was afraid to really share that information with my immediate family who um, I was going to affect by making those changes. But I then sat them down and I said, we all have a choice. I start making these changes and I can't tell you how long it's going to take me. But if I don't start, I'm going to be miserable and I'm going to be relentlessly miserable against you. And mm-hmm. I remember my husband looking at me and saying, all I want you to be is happy. And in the beginning, he thought I was asking for a separation or a divorce. And when I said only for myself is what I'm going to do. I'm going to divorce myself so I can make the changes I
1: need. And, and then marry a new self, a better self.
0: Yep, yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: And you to the old self and marry a better self, a new one.
0: So to our listeners, I'm not happy 24-7. Nobody is. Nobody I'm not, is. I'm not going to be perfect. But I do tell you that I like waking up in the morning knowing that I have some challenges ahead and seeing how they take me forward and how I can learn from either my mistakes or the right steps I take. Mm -hmm. So if our listeners wanted to find you, Malcolm, how would they find you? Do you have a website?
1: uh, So right now I'm on LinkedIn and I have a Facebook business page, a confident man. Um, And um, yeah, so right now, Facebook, LinkedIn is the best place. Or if you've got my email, I'm happy to, if people want to message me, Facebook Messenger, whatever. Um, but I, I just want to say something sure. um, about um, what you were talking about, because it's very important. Um, so, yeah, it caught co- the costs, the costs of how I was living my life. It cost me it cost me my marriage. It cost me the relationship with my kids. It cost me a life-threatening um, illness that I, I, I've uh, recovered from, so I, I'm fine now. But the cost was very high. So then the second thing is, th- so that's another reason to whatever motivates you. If if it's if it's that whatever, you know, um, motivate in the internal motivation that I need to change this. Right. Uh, and when I said it's not easy, right? It's not easy, but it's doable. But do you, you know, this is my question to anyone who hears this Do you want easy now for hard later? Or do you want hard now, challenging now, whatever word you want to use? Do you want challenging now for easy later? I've had my challenging and now it's easier. It's not perfect, but so there comes a point in your life, and mine was in middle age, uh, I want something better. The way I've been living, my life was a mess at that time. I'd had my 20 year marriage end. My relationship with my kids wasn't great, so I'm rebuilding that connection now. Um, And my health suffered. It was affecting my job, my career. And uh, I've created something different and something better. So I'm better than I used to be. And I have a much better life than I used to have. And finally, the the downside of getting up every day or most days, feeling excited for the day, enthusiastic, even, you know, I have, like issues, problems, but generally I'm excited for the day. I find the time goes so quick. It's like, oh, there's another year gone. But um, I love my life. I love my life. You know, I get to experience and to show up as me, and it is so free. I mean, I mean it's so the, worth it. Yeah. And it's like the commercial do it because, because you're worth it. Do it because you are worth it. Every one of us is worth showing love to ourselves, taking care of ourselves. It's not selfish to take care of yourself. What do Absolutely. they say? Hey, put the mask, oxygen mask on you before your kids because you can't take care or, or love others more than you love yourself. It's impossible.
0: Well, terrific advice that you've given us. I'm so glad that you shared this because, you know, So many of us are going through these days like this. COVID did not help many, Um, even those who never got the virus, but just being isolated. um, What has been. It's been a journey that none of us could have expected to happen Mm -hmm. to us. Um, But many of us also did find ways to get through the pandemic and we're prepared a little bit better if something like this would ever happen again, because we know we know the right things to do. The big thing that I grew up with was, you know, don't make a mistake. Hmm. Well, we're going to make mistakes. okay? I I made a cup of coffee this morning and I put too much of something in it. I don't know what uh, I was so tired, and it was a terrible cup of coffee. So I spilled it out, okay? I made a mistake. So you learn from your mistakes, you go forward. Um, mm. And you are so right. I'd rather put the challenge into my life early on so that each day gets a little bit easier and that smile stays on my face a little longer.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. Well,
0: well, thank you for joining us. You are marvelous. I'm going to follow you and make sure that you know everything continues to grow and uh, that smile stays on your face, okay? Thanks, we- Kevin. It's
1: been a great, great experience. Thank, thank you.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye.